What's going on, squad? Welcome to A Vision Includes You. This podcast is where I help you step into your true power so that you can elevate all areas of your life without any regrets. My name is Kevin Vu, and I am an online fitness coach and mindset coach, and I'm on a mission to impact millions of lives across the globe. In my experience, I've helped over hundreds completely transform their lives by unlocking their full potential. It's now my goal to share that knowledge I've accumulated over the years into actionable steps to help you turn your vision into your reality. Now let's get into today's episode. What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to Teaching Tuesday. Today, I'm going to be answering all of your questions regarding fitness, nutrition, mindset, anything that you all have asked me. So I actually have a few questions from my clients, and these are some really great questions that sparked this Q&A. So without further ado, let's just jump right into it. And by the way, if any of you are tuning in, uh, tuning in live and you have any questions along the way, you can always drop them in the comments below and I would love to answer them for you as well. So getting into the first question, I am actually going to highlight it here and I am going to bring it up on screen just so you can understand and see exactly which question I'm answering at the time. So I'm just going to go and add this banner so you should be able to see it on the screen. So there's a question that was asked from my client and she actually asked, so being in the higher calorie range, at what point do you worry about carbs and fats? I know that protein is the main focus. And if you're hitting that, should I be mindful about the other two? So that's a great question. Uh, She actually asked me a bunch of different questions, but I'm going to answer that question first. So at what point do you worry about carbs and fats? For those of you who don't know, the way how I train my clients and coach my clients is that I teach about, okay, as long as you hit your calories, your protein, and your fiber goals, you're pretty much good to go. Uh, Carbs and fats don't matter. And here's the reason why. Carbs and fats, we all know that all macronutrients, protein, carbs, and fats, they all contain calories. Carbs and fats can almost be used interchangeably. And what that means is if you eat more carbs one day, aka you eat a little bit more calories when it comes to carbs, you can eat less calories when it comes to fats and vice versa. If you eat a little bit more calories when it comes to fats, that means you can eat a little bit less calories when it comes to carbs. Protein is the only macronutrient that should be kept constant, which means protein is as long as you're hitting your protein goal within your ranges, etc., that should be kept constant. Um, carbs and fats, doesn't matter how you disperse the calories between the two. It's it's all preference. Protein, yes, I'm going to get into that in a moment, but obviously protein has so many different benefits. Uh, it's used to build muscle. It's used to keep you satiated. It's used to increase your metabolism. Like it's so many different benefits when it comes to protein. That's why it needs to be held constant. Carbs and fats, these macronutrients, pretty much your body uses them as fuel. Carbs is the body's main source of um, energy or preferred source of energy, but uh, fats takes a little bit longer to actually be converted to energy, but it is used as energy as well. So there has been studies that's shown, you know, high carb, uh, high carb, low fat diets versus high fat, low carb diets. And what they found is that when calories and protein are equated, like kept equal, the differences in fat loss are practically the same. Like there, it's very negligible differences. This is why it doesn't matter if you go high carb, low fat, high fat, low carb, as long as calories and protein are kept equal, the results are going to be very, very, very similar. So that's why instead of having you obsess over like 
hitting this many grams of fats, hitting this many grams of carbs, hitting this many grams of protein, as unless you're an athlete or unless you're someone who's competing in a bodybuilding show, you do not need to be that meticulous with counting macronutrients. I used to be this way where I would coach clients who would hit specific macronutrients and I find that it would just be super overwhelming as a whole. So instead, I just geared away from that. I wanted to make things a little bit easier and a little bit more flexible and just say, okay, you know what? As long as you're hitting calories, as long as you're hitting protein, as long as you're hitting fiber, everything else is fair game. Okay. So again, to answer your question, it doesn't necessarily matter about carbs and fats or anything like that, unless you're competing for like a bodybuilding show, for instance, where you need everything to be meticulous. But for the average person, if you're just trying to get into better shape, if you're just trying to um, build muscle, lose fat, a body recomp, then you don't need to worry about actually tracking carbs and fats. So with that being said, the next question, let me just go ahead and paste it onto here. And that is, is there every is there ever such thing as too much protein and does it help to eat more protein? So I'm actually going to read the actual question. This is just a gist of the question. So, so I've seen conflicting things about too much protein doesn't really help. Like if I go over, for example, 150 grams, AKA her body weight's actually 150 pounds. So that is actually one gram per pound of body weight. Is there really a more, the better type of thing? So that's a great question. And I'm going to answer that. Protein has many benefits. As I mentioned previously, number one, it has a higher thermic effect of food, which is essentially the more protein you eat, your body actually burns more calories by breaking down that protein. So all macronutrients has a different thermic effect of food. For protein, I believe it's about 20 to 30%, which means if you consume 100 calories worth of protein, your body's just burning off 20 to 30 calories just by simply breaking it down and digesting it. 20 to 30%. That's a huge amount. For carbs and fats, Sorry. Yeah. So for carbs, it's about 10 to 15%. So if you consume hundred grams or if you consume hundred calories worth of carbs, your body is only burning off 10 to 15 calories. If you're consuming hundred calories worth of fats, your body's only burning off one to 3%. So one to three calories, which is not that much at all. So does it help having more protein? Well, if you're, for example, eating very little calories. Yeah, it could help because the more protein you eat, the more satiated you are, the more calories you're also going to be burning. And when you're on a cut, for instance, you're, you need more protein because when you're in a calorie deficit, you're going to need more protein so that you can actually preserve muscle mass. Now, with that being said, for this person in particular, she's actually going through a process known as reverse dieting, which means she's going to be slowly bumping up her her calories a little bit just to reverse the effects of dieting for quite some time, AKA reversing the effects of being in a calorie deficit for quite some time. So with that being said, is there really a benefit for increasing protein? Probably not. Probably not because there's also something called the protein sparing effect. Okay. And the protein sparing effect is the more calories you consume, which means the more carbs, fats, proteins that you consume, the excess protein or the excess calories that you already have in your body is already going to be used to carry out daily functions, right? So walking, breathing, working out, fidgeting, you, all those activities are going to be fueled by those extra, 
excess calories. So whatever protein that you have in your body is pretty much going to be used to build muscle and all the uh, all the functions that protein provides rather than utilizing protein as fuel. Because you already have excess calories, it makes no sense for your body to use protein as fuel. Your body doesn't want to use protein as fuel because it takes a long time to break down the protein to actually convert it to glycogen and actually use it as fuel, right? So with that being said, the protein sparing effect applies and kicks in when you're actually over consuming. I want to say over consuming calories, but you actually have more calories to play around with. It's a lot harder to actually have that effect when you're in a calorie deficit. So in that case, to answer your question in very simple terms, it's not actually going to be very beneficial to have more protein when you're in a reverse diet. If anything, just keeping the bare minimum of one gram per pound of body weight, even then, I would say that would be the upper limit. If anything, you can get away with 0.7 grams of protein per pound of body weight. Okay, so um, in your case, I would try to err on the safer side only because we're still in the beginning stages of the reverse diet. But if you're hitting 150 grams of protein, then great. Going more probably isn't going to yield you much benefits because you're going to be full a lot faster. And on top of that, it might be a lot harder for you to hit those um, calories. So the last question I got asked, I am actually going to paste it here just so you can all see as well. And that is, is there a protein limit for absorption? So this is actually kind of like a spinoff of the last question, what, which uh, this person asked. And that is, is your body only processing so much of the protein? So there's a difference between a protein absorption and protein utilization. Your body can literally process any amount of protein that you feed it. Okay. Like there's no such thing as, oh, your body can only absorb so much or your body can only process so much. Like if you're eating 200 grams, 300 grams of protein, your, your body's going to absorb all, all of it. It's not just going to magically disappear. The, the difference here is absorption versus utilization. Your body is only going to use a certain amount for actually building muscle. And this is the process known as muscle protein synthesis. Okay. MPS. Now for muscle protein synthesis, which is the process of building muscle, your body can only take in and utilize so much to build muscle. And I believe the, the limit is around 30 to 40 grams. Okay. Now bear with me. This is like the nitty gritty. At the end of the day, if you're a beginner and you're like starting off, I wouldn't want, want you to worry about this at all. This is only for those who want that slight edge and want to maximize every inch of everything that's in their control. But what matters most of the day is number one, adherence. And number two, hitting your protein target in the day. That's what matters most. For those of you who want to like maximize building muscle as much as possible and you want to worry about like meal timing and maximizing the uh, the utilization of protein in every single meal, then the limit's around 30 to 40 grams of protein, okay? If you eat more protein than that, which oftentimes I do, your body's still going to absorb all of it, okay? Just make sure that you understand that clear distinction. So with that being said, the upper limit, there is no upper limit for absorption, but when it comes to protein utilization, it's about 30 to 40 grams per meal. And that window will last about maybe around two to four hours, if I'm not mistaken. So oftentimes when you want to maximize muscle protein synthesis in a day, let's say you're having like five instances where you're eating. If you're eating every two to three hours and every single time you're eating is about um, 30 to 40 grams of protein, 
you're going to be getting five instances where your body is actually going to be utilizing to build muscle. Okay. So for example, you're eating, let's say you wake up at seven, you're having your first meal around seven 30. Boom. That's instance number one, where your body gets an opportunity to build muscle. Let's say you have your first snack at 10 30. That's three hours later. Um, and you're having a protein shake. Boom. That's another instance. And then you're having lunch, let's say around 2 PM. Boom. 30 grams of protein, 40 grams, whatever. That's another instance. 5 p.m. dinner time, boom, that's another instance. And then late night snack around 8 p.m., boom, that's another instance. This is like literally for those who are like nitty-gritty, they want to maximize every single potential for building muscle, then yeah, this is how you can maximize that. For the, for the average person, if you don't really have the luxury of time to like eat every two to three hours, like most people, like I certainly don't, then you don't have to right? At the end of the day, as long as you're hitting your protein targets, as long as you're within your calories, as long as you're following the plan, that's what matters. And that's when what's going to uh, get you the bulk of your results. Because for this, if you're getting to the nitty gritty, you have to stay consistent with it, right? It's not like, oh, you're trying to do this for one day. And then next day, you're not hitting the limits, or sorry, next day, you're not hitting uh, all the meal timing windows and trying to maximize muscle protein synthesis. Like, it's not like that, right? Um, for most bodybuilders and for those who are like super serious into fitness, then yes, they would literally pay attention to this. But for the average person who's just trying to get into better shape, just trying to build muscle, lose fat, um, live a healthier life, this is not important whatsoever. But these are some really great questions. These are honestly some great questions, and I'm glad that I was able to answer them for you. Right. So with that being said, if there's no any, if there's no other questions, if no one's here right now and actually um, dropping any questions. I'm going to end it off here. Uh, hopefully all of you got a ton of value. Hopefully you all learned something new. And with that being said, uh, if you have any other further questions, feel free to drop it inside the Facebook group and I'll catch you on the next live. Thank you for tuning into another episode of A Vision Includes You. If you got value from today's episode, I would love for you to screenshot any episode, post it to your story, and tag me at Vision Fitness so that I know you're tuning in. I truly appreciate the support. And as always, I hope you have the best day ever and I'll catch you on the next episode.